Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Notes from a Starseed. I am your host, Starseed. Uh, thank you so much for everyone tuning in. I appreciate you all from the bottom of everything that I am. Um, I'm just going to try and sit grounded in this moment because I feel pretty well planted. And hopefully you can feel my energy from through this, through my voice. So I have been feeling pretty active when it comes to communicating information to others. And when I do these episodes, I do this through my perspective, through everything that I feel from people, everything that I I felt personally, um, things I see, things that have happened to me, uh, just different situations in life. So this episode is is to basically word vomit how I feel about um, monogamy, infidelities, um, how the human energy works through my perspective. So if you feel like this is not the episode for you, I understand. If you want to unfollow me after this, I understand. Um, but if you stick around and listen, I do appreciate it. Um, and hopefully everything is taken with a grain of salt because, again, this is my perspective of things. This is my, through my eye. And um, if you are going to stop listening because of the type of episode that it is, I really um, appreciate you regardless for tuning in. Um, so with Mercury going retrograde i feel like there's so there's so much negativity around it and in my opinion the reason why there's so much negativity around it cuz what is it today is may 12 so um let's see i think the moon entered libra too um okay so the purpose of a retrograde is to come clean help you get pushed through the next portal, through the next phase in your life, through because we have multiple phases. And honestly, you can go through mul- multiple phases uh, and portals in one day in a matter of a human 24 hours. Excuse me, spirit and everything in between. I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee today, ladies and gents. Um... So the purpose of these retrogrades is to clean your slate, to help you move forward to a next phase, to help you learn a life lesson so that you can move forward to the next part of your life. That's the purpose of a retrograde. Why do we have such a hard time during retrogrades? Because we hide too much. That is why people go all sorts of, everywhere with their emotions, uh, people not paying attention when they drive, um, just so many different things that happen during the time frame of a retrograde. And it's simply because we hide too much from each other. That's the main reason for so many different things in life. You want to be telepathic with somebody else. You got to be open and clean. You got to be open. You got to figure things out and um, just try to explain yourself the best you can about your emotions. And we have so many heavy traumas that we won't always communicate those things out to other people. So I've been wanting to speak about infidelities, as they call them, um, because I feel like it's such a heavy topic. I feel like there's so much to that. Um, and I'm going to try and stay as positive as I can when it comes to the human. Because I don't want to talk down anybody. I don't want to make anybody feel a certain way. 
even though I probably have called out a few of us during these podcast episodes. <laughs> um, so what prompted a lot of these things is that I keep getting these downloads about infidelities. I keep getting um, messages in the human form. Some of my friends, some of my human friends are having... Um, external relationships that's what we'll call it external relationships because i i don't want to call it cheating i don't want to call it infidelity even though it probably is you know let me double check what that definition is because i'm here spewing and just word vomiting through whatever it is that i'm getting okay Okay, so the definition according to the websites um, or according to the online realms, infidelity is the action or state of being unfaithful to a spouse or other sexual partner. Uh, the second definition is unbelief in a particular religion, especially Christianity. Wow. Okay, that's like one I didn't know about. Okay, okay, I like this so far. Okay. So there are different components that people differentiate between um, cheating and infidelity. Um, when it comes to cheating, they say um, a certain gender would cheat if they were guaranteed to not get caught versus infidelity. Um, they would cheat if they were guaranteed um, to be filled which doesn't make sense to me right now. Okay, so let's turn that off. So now that I gave you very interesting and awkward definitions of what infidelity means, we're going to get away from that. So in my opinion, since I have, I feel like I was 14, anywhere between 9 and 14, um, and everything connects now when I when I go through life, everything connects and makes sense now. I'm reading my birth chart. My birth chart indicated a note stating that I can have a very healthy relationship and still have an external one for no reason with somebody else, like a secret life. And I felt attacked. Um, I felt attacked because when I was younger, and I was dating. I did have multiple people in my life. And I did have relationships with them depending on what the basis was. Uh, if I was dating three people, okay, one person would be for a sexual relationship, another one would be for conversation. And the third one would be for um, to get away, to just have fun with. Just because we date multiple people doesn't mean that we're having sex with them. There has to be some sort of turn somewhere along the way in life where we can normalize dating. Like we date, like we went out on a date, we didn't have sex as well as not having sex on a date. Like it's, I feel like there's such a push to sexualize us through society, uh, to program us to be, um, and it's not even in a positive way. There's a difference between being sexual within yourself and knowing your own sexuality and resting in that versus feeling the need to see somebody naked all the time and just having to have sex with them in a very unhealthy way. There's major differences there. So um, that's what I did when I didn't have boyfriends, uh, before I got married, all of those things. And even now that I'm single, I do the same thing. I have multiple relationships with multiple people and once for this, once for that. And I'm sitting here reading my birth chart and I, I'm just like, damn, like that really is me. Like there has to be a trauma behind that, right? I don't know, maybe. And 
as I start to really think about it, I was really never a person that believed in monogamy. I was very open with having multiple relationships, being in love with multiple people, and I mean in love, not just feeling love for someone, but being in love. I was always open to those possibilities, but it's because of the person that I am. I Do I get bored easily? Probably. Do I want something new and vibrant all the time? Maybe, maybe when I'm in the mood for it, I guess. But for the most part, it's just, I don't feel all the time like monogamy is for every, excuse me, for everyone. And the problem is that our society, the world that we live in, the human of it all, developed this whole marriage, this whole sanction of monogamy. They, and it could be, and don't, Take this with a grain of salt because, again, this is my opinion. If you feel like you have to be in a monogamous relationship to be in a relationship, that's you and what you believe in. For me, for example, I feel like it's normal for people to have different relationships with different people. I And when I mean relationships, I mean uh, in terms of... Um, what's the term I'm thinking about? Because you don't have to have sex with someone that you're physically interested in or um, partner, partner wise, I guess is what I would say it. I just, there's no, what other term am I going to use? I, I am hetero. Is that what it is? Straight. So to me, it's like I can have multiple relationships with different men without having to have sex with them, but also wanting to love them and wanting to be in love with them. If that, hopefully I am able to explain myself um, accordingly. And I'm sorry if I've been rushing or you feel like I'm rushing through these episodes, but, um, I personally feel that I've been speaking at a new level, at a new tone. So sometimes I, I take it very slowly and other times I can feel everything just flowing naturally and I can just speak. So Sorry if I speak too fast in some cases, but um, what am I trying to say at this point? Um, Oh, monogamy. So to me, monogamy was something that was very much, um, oh, that's what it is. I, no, not even, I don't want to label it. I was going to mention polygamy, but I don't, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so, girlfriend. Um, So monogamy was something that was that was actually made specifically to not to force people together, but I feel like it does have a way of doing that. Um. I mean, let's go back in history when when marriages were done, when people were getting married. Like, it's always been frowned upon if a woman had an affair. And not all cultures, but a lot of cultures accepted men having other women. And that's when polygamy comes in. Um, they can have multiple wives, but I've never heard of a female having multiple husbands. Maybe in, like, Greek mythology... Maybe in all of those different stories, but as far as marriage goes and how it was invented, I feel like it has to do with how the human was trying to force the female into not being able to do certain things. That's where that's how I see it personally. In some cultures, if you're married, and you're a male and you step out, you do get severely punished. That's why I don't want to say everybody in every society. It's just for the most part, I live in the U.S. I come from heavy ancestry through Mexico. And it just so happens that men don't get shunned out as heavy 
like women do when they have an external relationship. Now, growing up, now that things connect, I probably had, growing up, I always had an imaginary family. My imaginary family consisted of my actual human parents, uh, my human sister, and then I added um, three siblings that were triplets. Now that I'm older, I'm going through my spiritual awakening. I'm going through my shamanic journey initiation. Um, I understand these people were either are either ancestors or they are portions of me in different lives. Well, same thing, ancestors. Um along with the person that I painted myself as growing up. I always painted myself as a person that would not be married to one person. I um, I saw myself as somebody that got along with all of my exes, all of the fathers of my children. Um, apparently I would have multiple children with multiple men and we would all get along and do the blended thing. I have no idea at that time, for the longest time, I had no idea where that came from. Because I come from a unit where my human parents are still together. In my respectful opinion, I feel like they are unhappily together, but they're together. The good moments are few and far between. And that's... That's why for the longest time, I didn't understand where are these people coming from? Why did I have these imaginary family members? Why did I see myself in this light for so long? I can tell you what my children look like. I can tell you what I named them. I can tell you their genders, um, the men I married and divorced. Um, like I just never really, during that time growing up, I never saw myself monogamous I had different partners throughout my life I had different partners um, to have children I had I didn't get married I just was and I did and everyone got along yeah that sounds like a trauma in there the getting along part um, <laughs> but it just there's so much within all of this. And I can't tell you how heavily drained I was when I was married. And I didn't understand why. I'm following instructions. Like this is me human self like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. My human self was like, why are we unhappy? We got married young like people said we had to. Um, I got married and I wasn't pregnant prior to my marriage. Um... I moved out from my parents' home to my husband's home. I don't understand why I'm not happy. I didn't I didn't fully understand it. I really didn't. And the more I grew, the older I got, and the more open I became spiritually. The human is not built to be monogamous. I mean, for long periods of time. You can be monogamous for a little bit. You can be monogamous for a long time or you don't have to be monogamous at all. And the problem with it is that we're forcing people to do something that doesn't resonate with them. And that's why you have so many people that do have external relationships. Um... It's just, it's we're energy. We consistently move. We're moving. We're doing things. We're growing. And if your partner isn't growing with you, you guys aren't growing together, it's fine. It just, you might not stay together. And the problem is that we have so many traumas within us that we cannot be open. And we cannot be open to our partners and say, hey, I love you. 
I respect you or whatever it is, but I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm not happy here. We're afraid to communicate our emotions. We're afraid to sit in our in our feminine because that other person might not be sitting in their masculine and that that's traumatic for somebody. If you had a lot of instances in life where you were not able to communicate your relationships, um, excuse me, your emotions, and you were not able to trust certain people with your emotions, that is obviously going to bottle up and carry you to all of whatever life you have until you come to terms that, hey, I need to be open with myself and take care of myself. So in my most humble, open, and loving opinion, because I say this so openly because I feel like everybody has a trauma, everybody has something in their life that they have done that they're not proud of or that they just don't understand why. We don't communicate our needs to our spouse because we're afraid of their judgment or the way that they speak. And when somebody shows up offering something that you need, like holding space, it is very easy to move into that person and do things that don't res- that you usually wouldn't do in secret because you feel that safety with them. I say this so very heavily with a heavy heart because I notice this from other people. I feel like now that I'm older, I am more open to hearing the stories when I was growing up, my aunts, my uncles, family members having affairs, um, and they all stuck together with their spouse. Some of them didn't. Um, Oh, she gave up on him and he was a good looking man and he tossed his dick around, but she should have stayed with him because that's what married good women do. Yeah, that's bullshit. Or the other way around. Oh, this female, you know, opened her legs to everybody, blah, blah, blah. And he just stuck around like a moron. It's devastating hearing these stories because there's a trauma behind all of these people. There's certain emotions that are not being met. They don't know how to communicate it. And quite simply, possibly that relationship is over and they don't know how to move on from it. That's another one. My point is that for the longest time, I've heard about infidelities And then on top of that, I get older, I get married, and then I hear about all of these people in my life that are currently having infidelities. Oh gosh, why do I keep calling infidelities? Um, External relationships. And I'm sitting here wondering, why aren't we just saying, hey, it's over, I'm done with you? Because we don't know how. We are afraid. It could be a fear of losing your economy. It could be a fear of losing your family. It could be a fear of losing your friends. Um, It could be so many different fears as to why you're still in your marriage that you're not happy in, that doesn't resonate with you, but you're still there because of other things, because you're being in your human, you're worried about your human, and I get it. I do. It happens. I was personally unhappy in my marriage for a really long time, and I didn't know how to get out, and finally the doors opened, and I got what I needed, or at least I thought I needed at the time in order to step out and not feel stressed and feared and going back to my ex-husband. But for the most part, when I was married, I did long for a relationship with a male that would hold space for me. I did long for a relationship where 
my needs were met sexually and I could meet somebody else's needs sexually. Um, There were so many different things that I felt in my marriage that I feel like when someone has an affair, has an extra relationship, an external relationship, I'm just like, damn, they must be going through some shit because that's hard. Like, that's my perspective on life. That's how it's always been. I've always been like, damn, that's heavy. I know people that left their previous spouses to be with their current spouse. It's just, we're so much into our human that we don't want to accept when something is over. Other times, the need and the energy is so heavy to not act upon it. And when I say that, I mean like when people leave their previous spouse and get together and form their life together. There's so many different components. There's so many psychological reasons behind it. And this, in this point in life, I really, I really wish I would have been a psychologist. <laughs> Just to kind of be like, well, let me get more insight on all of this marriage and monogamy. It's just throughout history, you hear a lot about like, oh, he wanted that female, so he got her. Or, you know, the woman's family has to give a dowry to, you know, his family in order for him to marry her. Like, there's so many different things that just happened, and I feel like it was an attack to the feminine when it wasn't fair because we ended up damaging our masculine anyway, excuse me, our females, and damaging our males. And now we have this unbalance in the world of so much heavy male, which is why you have people that are very feminine, regardless if they're uh, female or mask, female or male. Hopefully, I explain myself when I say these things. There's just a heavy unbalance of feminine and masculine energies, which is why. Because I feel like more people are gay nowadays. I feel like there's a lot more openness in transgender. But then again, we're more open to it now. Or at least I feel like society is more open. I don't remember being young and judging people. I remember being young and not understanding though. Like I didn't get it. Like why aren't you telling your parents that you like boys and you're a boy? I don't get it. And again, I don't know that life. I feel like my mom would have been open to it if I was if I was into uh, females. I think she would have been like, oh shit, okay, well let's figure this out. Versus my dad, I feel like he would have been more like, wait, what the fuck? Like, there's something wrong with you. Because that's how they perceive us. They, we get perceived as something that we can be fixable and trained. Society depicts, hey, you can fix this. We can help you because this is not correct. This is incorrect, blah, 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 blah. And then you have everything happening in society right now with the LGBTQ community, Q+, whatever it is that you guys are now naming it. I feel like there's so much in that um, that I don't agree with anymore. I used to, I mean, I will still back up my people that are gay, lesbian, um, transgender. Like, I will, if you feel that way, honestly, in your heart, I, hey, more power to you because you need to step into your own. You need to be comfortable in your own skin. You got to do your own thing to survive within your temple. The external stuff, well, I mean, shit. <sighs> shit. Um, but for the most part, there's other things that I don't agree with. Like this whole age is just a number. I don't agree with that. Um. That's where I'm like, why did the LGBTQ community, am I saying this right? Gosh, I hope so. Why are they getting stuck with those people too? Like, why are they being grouped in the same thing? It's not the same. Age is not just a number. And I've also had an external relationship with an older man. And now that I think about it, um, what the fuck was wrong with him? <laughs> I know what was wrong with me, but what was wrong with him? Um, I was, I think I was 19, 21, 22. 
between 19 and 22, <laughs> there was a man between one of those three ages. I'm, fuck. Anyways, um, there was a man in my life that I felt I was so enamored with and I just felt he could do no wrong. I just loved his whole external. And the sex was on point. But he was 12 years older than me, I want to say. Yeah, I think he was 12 years older than me. And he really was... See, Now that I'm older and I understand and I go back and try to view things and understand things, he truly wanted a relationship with me. He truly wanted to have some sort of relationship with me. And I don't know if it was because his spirit was so young and mine was older that we kind of met in the middle or um, I don't know what it was. Now in life, I do know that it was a life lesson that I had to learn that I probably haven't learned yet. Um, or maybe I have. And that's why he was my one and only, you know, this many years ago. But he truly wanted a relationship with me. And he really wanted to have a monogamous relationship with me. And the thing is that I didn't see him that way. I used to see him as a person that if I want to meet, if I want to be in a non-monogamous uh, relationship, this is my person to be with. He didn't see me that way. Years later, he gets married, very nice lady, doesn't work out, they get divorced. Now he's dating women that are younger, probably than me, for all I know. Because there's something that he needs to work with. There's something that he needs to learn from. There's trauma in there. And now that I remember, I'm pretty sure his mom was a lot younger than his dad. Very good looking people, by the way. Um, I don't know. It's just, there's so much pressure. Get married. Have children. Have your house. Have a good job. Pay your bills. And die. There's no, hey, this is for your retirement. Go out and have a great time. Go ahead and have a great retirement once you have drained the shit out of yourself and just live up your life until you die. That's not fair. That It's so ass backwards in my humble opinion. <laughs> and I feel like that's why we have all of these divorces and the rates keep going up. Um, we have external relationships. We cannot stay consistent in our monogamy when we want to be and we don't know when to get out when we need to get out there's so much that's why when retrogrades happen you it's a shit storm out there because we're not open because we are not being honest and it's not that it's everyone it's just that we're not transparent which is fine not everyone needs to know your business but the people that you have a relationship with, we're not honest with them either. And that's why there's so much within us that we try to push out. You'll see people that go through mercury, retrogrades, excuse me, and there's nothing wrong. They're just cruising on by. Those people either are very suppressed or are very open but they're not in between like the rest of us. <laughs> and did I? Yes, I did have a... No, I didn't. It's just I'm trying to learn certain things from people and I'm setting my boundaries. And it just so happens that we're going through a retrograde. Things just flared up. I got massive downloads earlier this week about uh, certain people that I have relationships with. And it's not even, again, they're not sexual relationships. Some of them are just, you know, for conversation, for this moment, for whatever. And all this information comes at me and I'm sitting here like, here's another portal we got to figure out. Here's another, whatever it is we need to figure out. So now that I figured out one person from one relationship, I got to figure out the other one from the other relationship. So now I'm asking, what does everyone want with me? I know what I want from them. But what do they want from me? Like what? Hmm. And 
I feel like we need to start normalizing to go out in our early teens, in our late teens, early 20s, possibly until we're 30. Live our lives. Make all your mistakes. Do not all your mistakes, but do things for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Travel for yourself. Have fun with your friends. You want to go out and have sex with everybody? By all means, go ahead. Just understand that you will have to cleanse your energy from all of that later. Cuz we every time you have every time you have sex with someone, you're switching energies. You're swapping energies. You're it's it's such a it's such a beautiful form of just swapping energies and becoming one energy and just going with it. Like there's something so beautiful about having sex with someone. It's so sacred to me personal personally to have sex with a person. Um but there's also that we know why we're going to do it and with who regardless of what anyone comes in to tell you or say anything. Um, you have made up your mind if you're going to have sex with that person within the first few minutes, if not seconds. You're going to know instantly, this is my person, we're going to have sex, we're going to do all this, blah, blah, blah. Because there's other energies in the past where you have already met with this person. You swapped over your energies and you also happen to exchange traumas. You happen to exchange... um emotions you happen to exchange all of these different things with this person you feel it because sex is so sacred and it is so energetically strong that you'll pick up on all these things and quite honestly i feel like we all know by the time we decide if we're gonna have sex with those people or not feel like we already know and that's why to me personally being married at this point in my life my opinion about marriage is that it should be as hard to get married as it is difficult to get a divorce I had to take a class for therapy when I got a divorce. Nobody said anything about therapy being a part of the agreement when we got married, but it is now that I'm getting a divorce. Nobody said anything about, nobody pushes it, or not a lot of people push therapy before marriage, like they push marriage on us. Nobody really does that. I have very young family members that are single. They are in their early 20s and they're like, oh, well, somebody said that it was wrong to have sex with all these people and I just want to, I feel so energetically active in sex and I want to have sex with everyone. You go have sex with everyone then. Well, what about, you know, having a girlfriend? Don't have a girlfriend or have her and when you want to go, you know, get intimate with somebody else, tell her. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with other people. Is it hard? Absolutely, because we don't know how to do that because we weren't taught how to do that. So now we got to figure it out on our own and it's a whole cluster sometimes. I'm going to end this episode here. (laughs) I feel like there's so much more to be said about marriage and monogamy and we're going to put this as thoughts on commitment and relationships, partnerships. Um, There is way too much out there. I can talk all day about swapping sexual energy with others. I can talk all day about marriage, being unhealthy in society, that it's wrong, blah, blah, blah. And there's people out there that would disagree. Oh no, marriage is a beautiful thing. Marriage is something that is sacred. And I didn't say it wasn't. I didn't say it wasn't. What I'm saying is that there's a time and a place for it and it all comes to an end. Does it always with a lot of people? No. Are there exceptions? Absolutely. 
I do believe in that. I do believe that there's exceptions to the rule, to the rule. There's exceptions to the energies. <laughs> and it just is. And we have such a hard time accepting it. We have such a hard time understanding this relationship is done. This road in our lives has ended. We now need to part ways. Let's figure this out. No, instead you're fighting over who gets to keep the beanie babies. You're arguing over who gets to keep, you know, the water filter, the elliptical, the dishes. It's, excuse me, it it just, we're ongoing energies. And I personally, again, in my humble opinion, don't believe currently in being monogamous forever with the same person. And for those of you that are like, well, you know, it's happened. I don't buy that either. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't believe in being monogamous from the moment that you're 15 years old with your first person and dying with them. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. And if you did do that or somebody did do that, I feel like they had a very unhappy marriage. And, But that's the life choices that they made. Those are their lessons to be learned. And it just is. And we accept it or we should be able to accept it and we don't. Um, anywho, send me your downloads on what you think monogamy is. How do you feel about monogamy? I really want to know about this because I'm not giving, I'm not sitting here trying to say that it's okay to have external affairs, but they are happening. And I would like to know why they're happening. What's going on in those people's lives that they feel it's okay to have an external relationship? Um, what traumas do you have that make you feel that way? And what traumas do you have that you think it's okay to be monogamous to one person for your whole life? And I know there's people out there like, well, no. No, there isn't people out there with just one. There can't be. And if there is, they must have been so unhappy. Like you can't be provided everything all the time for your whole life, your whole human life from one person. Your same surroundings don't change. And it, it just, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it doesn't sit right with me. And I'm the person that, like I love everybody. <laughs> And it's in my birth chart. <laughs> so for those of you that actually stuck by and actually listened to this whole episode, send me your downloads or send me your emails or whatever it is um, that you guys want to let me know of. I just have so many different opinions about this. And quite honestly... Um, this point in my life, at this current point in my life, I just don't think, um, or maybe I'll think differently later. Maybe, maybe I will, maybe I won't, who knows? Um, I just feel that monogamy can be reached with the same person, but I do feel like it does have a time limit. I do feel like it's, uh, I do feel like everything in its own time and it's in its own place, everything. I don't believe in right person, wrong time. I don't buy that. It's wrong time, wrong person, the end. Like, I'm sorry. If it was the right person at the right time, it's going to happen no matter what. You can be happily married to somebody else and all of a sudden this other person comes into your life and the energy is so strong and you just want to bounce and you actually do. Right person, right time. I'm so sorry if I offended anybody. I'm so sorry if I um, 
made anybody upset or triggered you if I did please seek a therapist like for real like I'm saying this from I don't even know what else to say but I just feel within me that there's so much out there going on being programmed into us that it's just proved that it's not that easy prove it's not so hopefully you picked up something useful from this hopefully something resonated with you and hopefully we stopped judging people that had external uh, external relationships <laughs> i know right um trying to unprogram that link there um i just I feel like we attack everybody when we don't know that life. And that's not fair to that person. It's not fair. It's like, no, I'm not even going to go there because it's unnecessary. But find it within you to not judge people that way. Find it within you to try and be in your peace and sit in your grounding instead of judging others i guess is what my point is this whole episode must have been about defending people and having external relationships um damn it's just there's too many people out there right now talking and doing it that's that's all it is it's way more than i ever thought in my life And the interesting thing about it is that I find it normal. I feel it's normal to me. When somebody, one of my friends tells me, hey, I had an affair two days ago. Damn, you must be going through some shit. You want to go eat? (laughs) You want to go have some dinner with me? Um, Do I want to talk about them having their, their external or extracurricular relationships? No. Not all the time. If they want to talk about it, okay. But I know because it's, it just is. A lot of those marriages are just done and it, it it's hard for somebody to move on. And it's okay. It's okay. It's their time, their life, all of that. So I guess maybe that's what this episode's about is to see if you're able to judge people less. Judge them less for the mistakes that they made. We're all human. We're all trying to figure it out. I don't remember my parents talking to me as to how to leave a husband if I wasn't happy. I don't think my parents ever did certain things to kind of be like, oh, hey, if you're not happy, you know, move out or whatever. Even with my divorce, I mean, I've told you guys before, my parents thought it was my fault. And up until recently, they didn't understand why I got divorced. And it's not, it's none of their business. Just like it's none of our business, other people's lives and why they do things. I feel like if a person has an external relationship with someone, it's not even their spouse's business as to why they had it. If you didn't see it coming from a mile away and you think everything is still happy and, you know, bonbons, I'm sorry. it. You just didn't want to open yourself up to it and... Shout out to all those people that did have external relationships or extra relationships. You must have been going through some heavy stuff and um, I hope you've been able to find yourself first because a lot of us need to do that and a lot of us are battling with how to just sit within ourselves. I love you all so much. I hope I didn't hurt too many people's feelings with this episode because my intent is always for you. Oh, well, maybe if I did, um, I hope you learned a lesson from it. I hope this listening to me speaking of this resonates with some sort of lesson you're trying to get to some answer that you might need in life. My whole reasoning behind this episode, I guess, was to defend others. I guess it was to kind of stand up for the people that don't know about external affairs. Um, 
down. Hmm. I love you all so much. Learn something. Love someone. Be honest with yourself and be honest with others. Be honest. Hold space for others when you want to. Hold space for other people when they're trying to be vulnerable with you. You'll be able to get more out of life, more learnings, and less stress for you. I love you so much. So much. No matter what's happened to you, no matter how things have gone in life, you are wanted in this energy. You're needed. You're needed. Don't forget to drink your water, ground yourself, and clean. (laughs) Clean out whatever you don't need. Physically, emotionally, let those things go. That's what these retrogrades are for. So that you can do all of those things. I read somewhere today that the reading for today was to clean. Clean as much as you can. Which is interesting that I have been doing this for the last like months. Ground yourself. Go outside. Take a deep breath. Stand on grass. Stand on dirt. Touch a tree. Stand where the wind can hit you. Uh, Exercise. Drink water like you're a camel. Like drink it. Key things for these retrogrades. Because if you're hiding, if you're in hiding, you're going to be pushed out one way or another in one aspect that you're hiding. So again, I love you so much. You're loved and you're needed. No matter how you feel about me. (laughs) No matter how you feel about me. Understand that you are always loved. You are always needed with whatever you call your flaws. And everything that you are. Everything. Thanks for listening.